For 105 days, you live in a place infested with insects and scorpions that creep onto your skin. Your kidnappers ask for millions of naira in cash as ransom, but there is no money. Your family has houses, farms, and valuables they are desperate to sell, but no one has access to cash, not even banks. The cashless policy Nigeria introduced in an attempt to curb kidnapping is the same reason your stay in captivity is prolonged. You are in turmoil. Your family is in distress. They are looking for all means possible to find the cash that will finally set you free. Welcome to Vestiges of Violence. Here, we talk about survivors. For Human Angle, I am Sabiga. Biliaminu Muhammad Sada, a 28-year-old living in Mada, was a victim of a horrifying kidnapping. It was on a Monday night. He was at home studying for an upcoming math test when he got distracted by a loud scream from a short distance. His curiosity led him outside, and there he realized the scream was a cry for help. Kidnappers were capturing people around the area, and before he could run back home, he too was taken captive. About 11 of them were forcefully taken that night. Their journey began on foot, walking for about 10 kilometers until they reached a point where they had to transfer to motorbikes. At this point, the kidnappers let go of four elderly people from their group, leaving seven of them, four men and three women. Their journey ended after nine long hours. The place they took us was infested with insects and scorpions. We were given tarpaulin and all of us, including the women, slept on earth. For the first two weeks, they gave us three meals, but later on, they gave us measly portions of Tuandawa once a day, sometimes without soup. That's how we live. Biliaminu's pain was excruciating. He and other captives were subjected to merciless beatings by the kidnappers. Insects and worms bit their bodies. After two months, the beating stopped, but they were still verbally insulted and abused. Their legs were chained and their faces were blindfolded. Biliaminu described how they found themselves stripped of all rights, dehumanized to a degree that not even animals had to endure. When I think of our experience, I think of the history of slavery. And I don't even think slaves were treated like we were. We really suffered. The kidnappers demanded 5 million naira after negotiations, a demand made more complicated by the introduction of the cashless policy in Nigeria. Banks were not dispensing cash. Citizens were instructed to deposit all their money as new naira notes were being designed. 
Desperate for funds, Biliamino's relatives put up their houses and farms for sale. However, due to the cash scarcity, they struggled to find buyers. Those fortunate enough to find buyers received money in their accounts, but cash remained scarce. Raising even a million naira proved challenging. Fortunately, the Nigerian government temporarily reinstated old naira notes, although there was a daily limit to cash withdrawal. Houses and farms were sold and the money was pulled together. 105 days after their kidnapping, Biliaminu and one other person were released with a ransom of 1.5 million naira. The remaining hostages did not have the full ransom, and this stretched their stay to 112 days before their release. Biliaminu and the other survivors had become bony with overgrown hair that made them nearly unrecognizable upon returning home. Their families, who were worried and working tirelessly to secure the ransom, had also visibly lost weight. Unfortunately, even to this day, there are relatives of Biliaminu who sold their houses during that time, but have yet to receive the money. The experience was cruel. I wouldn't wish it even on my enemy. I feel extremely sad and guilty that my family had to go through this. The kidnappers taunted them. It was heart-wrenching. Biliaminu and his family face a long road to recovery from this incredibly tragic experience. They struggle with the emotional and financial repercussions that have threatened their very livelihoods and led to significant losses. In the next episode of Vestiges of Violence, we will hear the story of Miriam Adamu, a survivor of rape, forced to give birth at 13, and later become the breadwinner of her family. In order to protect the identities of survivors, we use voice actors for this episode. If you or anyone you know have a story to share on Vestiges of Violence, do not hesitate to get in touch with us.